It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop, And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. The Eagles needed Jalen Carter, and Jalen Carter needed the Eagles. I think there's an argument Jalen Carter needed the Eagles more, in a way, mm-hmm. just in terms of— No, no, you know, no. Eagles we'll, played in the Super Bowl. Yeah, we'll get like, into— There's the, no single player who need the Eagles need more. Right, right. So so anyway, so, you know, he's at seven, eight, and you're like, trade up, trade up. They just—they move up one spot, you know, they give up a fourth-round pick, but ultimately, they basically just sit there and Jalen Carter mm-hmm. falls to him, basically. Nolan Smith— you know, and I will say when the second round, when the end of the first round was ha- was happening, it really did make me realize how much we concentrated on number ten and number thirty. Because I'm I know, sitting it's there, like, well, Smith's there. <laughs> yeah, all right. So anyway, it's like twenty two, twenty three. Everyone and I'm on like, Twitter, go get Nolan. Everyone go on get Nolan. It wasn't just you. Everyone on Twitter, every Eagles fan yeah. was like, trade it for Nolan. This yeah. is unbelievable. Trade it for Nolan. And then when they're sitting there, even then, it's you know. Uh, they're going to trade it. Well, I saw your tweet. You're like, don't trade back, Howie. Yeah, don't just, just take, him. just take Nolan. And he Smith. did it. He and just he took it. him. And I'll save some of why when we get into Nolan Smith more. But I think of all the Georgia players they've taken, if I'm being honest, Nolan Smith is my favorite. Wow. I think Jalen Carter's a better player. But I think just when you take everything that Nolan Smith is, I Seems think that's like the most my wonderful favorite person. prospect yeah. that they have taken. Well, get to Nolan Smith. I agree. Because yeah. I have some some thoughts. And obviously, again, like this is someone I thought they were going to take. I liked right. him. I wanted him. I'm... I'm ecstatic, and I well, wanted defense. Like this is like this was my wish list. If yeah. I could have said, and I wouldn't have said, I would have never said get Jalen Carter and Nolan Smith. I didn't think that was a possible outcome for the night. Well, Jimmy, you Kemsky, know, if you had told me that, I would have been like, yes. What right. are we trading thirty to move up to twelve and giving up a first, like to get Nolan? Like what's happening here? Jimmy Kemsky had a really funny tweet. He said, if somebody did a mock draft. Where the Eagles got this, yeah. Jalen Carter, Nolan Smith, and only give up a fourth. He said he would never take that person seriously <laughs> no again. No one would have. And I agree. <laughs> well, and again, it shows like just how, and we said this going in, right? We said, hey, let's not overrate these mock drafts. Every year they're wrong. Perfect example. He won't get past the Bears at nine. If Carter falls to nine, the Eagles aren't getting him because the Bears are taking him. The Bears clearly weren't taking him. Right. They traded him to the freaking Eagles. Right. Like it's just right. everything is wrong. Like, so, Will Levis. Best All the way, yeah, number yeah. two. He has not been drafted yet. By the way, my Gibbs tweet where I said I would take him over Christian looks Gonzalez. Looks he better. went 12. It looks better. So, so to your point about the, the defense, obviously everybody knows I wanted offense. I was not shy about this, right? Bijan would have been my number one on the board. But if you would have said to me, Elliot, like, you're going to get defensive guys. T- give me a list of three and we'll see what I can do. Yeah, these would have been your guys. Yeah, it would have been Will Anderson, J- not in this order, but Will Anderson, Jalen, or maybe in this order. It probably would have been that order. Will Anderson, Jalen Carter, and Nolan Smith. Yeah. And they got two of the three. Yeah. So ultimately, we're not sitting here and saying, look, they needed help on defense, which is why they took Devin Witherspoon, right? These players have clear-cut paths to starting and playing right away. Jalen Carter will probably start week one yeah, snap. Yeah, absolutely right? will. Nolan Smith, 
We'll see, but he's not going to. It'll be situational. Yeah, that's the way he'll the be one do. of the four guys they rotate. He fits into what the Eagles do. Yeah. And let me get to my thoughts on Carter. Because, look, the way I look at it and the way I looked at it coming in, and look, I know there's off the field stuff and all that, but I said this prior to the, the, the draft, and I believed it then, and I believe it now. I trust the Eagles here. Yeah. And look, they could be wrong, but their track record, especially this new regime of Howie, you know, since 2016 on or whatever, in terms of judging character, in terms of culture in terms of understanding what's going to work and what's not and all that. And obviously it was the Carson thing and all that, but that was a unique situation. Like, I think they've been brilliant in terms of making these types of deductions and looking at situations. We know that Dom is as good as doing his homework as anyone in the league. Like, I just trust the Eagles to make their evaluation on the person. And if that if you're going to trust the Eagles to make their evaluation on yeah. the person, they got the best player in the freaking draft. The Eagles... Almost won the Super Bowl last year and somehow came away with the most talented football player in this draft at potentially their biggest area of yeah. need. Yeah. It is like a, a master class. Like, we'll get to Smith, but like, Smith is like, even if they didn't draft Smith, this is an A plus draft to me just because right. you got Jalen Carter Nolan at Smith such is a like, big position of need. Nolan Smith is like an extreme amount of icing on totally, the Totally. Yeah. Totally. And, and then on top of that, like, I think that the culture that this team has created is a, to your point, like Jalen Carter needed to come here. He's stepping into as good a culture as we've seen in Philadelphia. I know that the 2017 team's right there, but you know, with Jalen and Nick at the top, like I trust the culture. I trust the culture setters. I trust that, you know, this team's going to be focused. This team's going to be locked in and that Jalen Carter is going to be embraced. And mm-hmm. uh, dare I say it, love him up, Nick Sirianni, right? Like well, that's Nick's stu- strength. And that stuff's going to matter. And then yeah. he's here with his buddies. I mean, your friendship wins uh, yeah. take. Got another big win last night. I mean, Nolan Smith and the Kobe Dean, best friends in the world. Yeah, Jordan Davis and Jalen Carter, yeah. best friends in the world or whatever. Like, this is a big deal. And it is the per. I, to your point, I think, look, the Eagles got the best player in the draft, and that is a win, most talented player in the draft, yeah. and that is a win. But I actually am with you. I think the bigger thing is Jalen Carter is going into literally the perfect right. situation for this kid and his situation. If he doesn't succeed here, he probably was not going to succeed. Exactly. Um, so, And that's why you build this culture, right? That's why you yeah, focus yeah, yeah. on culture. That's why you care about these things so that you feel confident taking risks on great players. And the list we talked about before, like Warren Sapp, Randy Moss, there's so many of these guys who had character issues, who had things happen, who fell in the draft, and ended up being Hall of Fame players. So I agree with everything you're saying. And I think sometimes, to do like some self-evaluation, I do in my own head play devil's advocate, even though it maybe might not be what I believe, right? Because I, at my core, I believe Jalen Carter was the right pick. I think that he will be good. I think he checks the box. I think he will be the pass rushing defensive tackle. I do think Nick Sirianni and Howie Roseman and Dom, the the head of security slash assistant GM, deserve the benefit of the doubt and have earned the benefit of the doubt. And I trust them to turn him into a great player. Hey, everyone. This is Brett Boone. Would you know it? I've got a podcast going strong in our fourth year. Tune in as I sit down with my friends, some of the biggest names in sports, media, entertainment, for a lot of fun and in-depth conversations. As you know, baseball's been my life. It's been in the family for a long time, but it's a lot more than that here. It's sort of like taking a ride in a golf cart around a beautiful track. Join me every week for multiple episodes on the Brett Boone Podcast, available on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. But let me tell you some of the concerns I have, and I'd be curious to know what you think about them or kind of explain to me if yeah, you think I'm please, over. Okay. Please. So two two things. One, this is the second year in a row where they've taken a player where at the introductory press conference, there are questions about his effort. And 
Jordan Davis, I don't think effort was an issue for him last year. I don't. And for me, I view the Jordan Davis season as pre-injury. I don't ever think of anything of a happened Good, after. Thank so you. I'm not because I not, feel like a lot of people are not doing yeah, that. And a I lot of people are like calling him a bust. Cre- it's like this is crazy to See, me. See, but I think where I differ from people is I was not as impressed with him. You were down him on him to begin prior, with. Yeah. No, no, prior to the foot and injury. And you also were down coming in the season. Yes. You had real concerns and you didn't see right. those concerns uh uh abated or whatever. So to me, yeah. the when when they drafted Jordan Davis, it was well, you know what? Like he's not a great pass rusher and he's a bit out of shape and his efforts an issue, but now he'll be in the NFL and he'll those things will be fixed, right? And I don't think we saw that last year. Nicobe Dean. Nicobe Dean falls to the third round. You know, everybody's excited, and rightfully so. It's a player I would have taken. And we sat there and we said, well, he fell to the third round, but, like, he's going to be awesome. And I know he didn't play a lot last year for a, a, a number of reasons, some of which are him-related. Like, he, he did not get on the field. But then also they had the linebackers that played really well in front of him. Do we think, or do you think, that maybe we're – underselling the concern with Carter because we're so excited he dropped when we just have two examples of Georgia guys. Because let's take we said with Jordan Davis. It's only one that's a similar thing to Carter. And even then, I mean, I think the Jordan Davis effort thing also have a lot to do with him just not being in shape sometimes and stuff like that. Well, but... I don't think he's not trying but on the But that's a Jalen Carter thing, too. Right. But, but Jalen Carter, well, Carter was a one-time thing that we know of. Like, he's never been out of shape before except the pro day thing. And he was going through, like, as tumultuous a life thing as you could go through. Not only is he under investigation, he could be sued civilly. Like, right. he's got all these things going on. His draft prospect status is falling. The biggest thing in his life that he worked for. Like, all these things are going on at the same time. Plus, on top of that, his, his friends just died. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, there's a lot of human stuff here where, like, and again, I'm not excusing him being, completely excusing him being out of shape for the pro day. Honestly, that does, like, if The pro I, day doesn't matter to me. So, okay, well, interesting. My, my, my concern is people throughout the year at Georgia reportedly, like, telling teams that they had concerns about him. My, look, the, the pro day thing is what it is. And the accident thing we can talk about in a second, but I agree with you. that Like, that was a traumatic event. Like, all these things, Right. My concern is it seems like there are reports and teams that felt prior to the accident, prior to the pro day, that this guy might just not be someone that works super hard. And I was talking to Hugh Douglas about this, who was in Atlanta for all this, right? And the the perception, and I think it's probably true, is that Jalen Carter knew he was going to be a top three pick. He didn't try super hard in practice because at this point, who really cares? Just get to the pros. And I think there's there's probably a lot of like validity to that. Mm-hmm. I, I just mean... As talented as this guy is, and he is super talented, he did fall. And I think sometimes in the draft we have oh, a, yeah, we I have know. this thing where it goes, well, he fell here, but that's insane. And that could end up being correct. Instead of saying he fell for a reason. I just think we just saw two players from Georgia who probably fell more than people thought. Well, and we, Davis didn't fall more than he thought. Well, but, but Davis when, was projected to go like right in that range. It was always Baltimore or the Eagles right. in that range. But I think also with Jordan Davis, and we felt this at the time, and I think there was truth to it, that... He's a freak athlete at the defensive he line could position. Have been a higher Why pick. shouldn't he have gone higher, right? Sure, I guess. Yeah. So my only Jalen Carter thing is I just wonder if maybe we're underselling the concerns here about not the accident, not whatever. About the work ethic. About the and work the ethic and everything. Well, and and Jordan Davis and Nicobe Dean and Nolan Smith were with him at Georgia. So yes, he's gonna come here and they're gonna be close. And I think there is real benefits to that. But those guys were there for some of this Jalen Carter stuff. And so 
while I, while and how he said this, well, they I were thought, there, la- there wasn't this like we don't. This is mostly stuff it seems from this past season. This Jalen Carter, right, Nolan Smith. Yeah, I, no, I'm saying the Jalen Carter stuff. Yeah, you're no, I'm saying about, like, Joel, Nolan Smith was on the team last year. Is the point I'm making? I'm not talking about Nolan Smith. I'm talking about Jalen. I'm saying I'm not talking about Nolan Smith either. I'm talking about Nicobe Dean and Jordan right. Davis were not on the team with Jalen Carter last year. Right, I'm saying, saying Nolan on the Smith too- was. Right, but what does that have to do with him coming to work with Dean and, and Davis? I'm, I'm not sa- really talking about, forget forget yeah, yeah. the rookies. I'm talking about coming in and working with guys who've already been here, guys right. who are a part of this culture already and all that, who you played with at Georgia. And look, my also point is like, you didn't hear, and maybe it was happening, but you didn't hear stuff about Jalen Carter not working hard or whatever when Jordan Davis and Nicobe Dean were there, is my point. Right. It's only after they left. So maybe they did play a role in him. Maybe, you know, and, maybe, and maybe that was because he I mean, wasn't he said, draft eligible. He said then, Nicobe you know? Dean was like his mentor right. and stuff like that. So, like, who knows? Like, that, yeah. I, I don't think there's any negatives in Nicobe Dean being here when Jalen Carter's coming here. When he said that somebody looks up to, I don't think it's a negative when Jordan Davis is here and that's somebody cares about. Like, I think that's positives. I get, like, I understand what you're saying that it still happened when it uh, potentially, we don't know mm. with those guys, but with Nolan Smith at Georgia. But I, I just I don't think it's going to hurt to have people yeah. you feel comfortable with and people who theoretically at least Nicobe we know is a super hard worker and is going to go out and get the right. most out of what he had. And I thought Howie Roseman answered it well last night when he said it's not on Nicobe and Jordan Davis to bring no, him along, right? It's on, so it's on Sirianni it, it, and Desai and, and all these and, guys and Jalen Carter, yeah. right? It, it is well, of on course them. it's on Jalen yes. Carter. Yeah. So I think ultimately I'm 80 percent in agreement with you that having them there will help him. I'd be honest in saying there's a little part of me that feels like, I don't know, man. That's a lot of Georgia players. And maybe I'm just overthinking this from whatever. The greatest defense we ever saw know, in college but, football. Like, why wouldn't you want those players? Yeah. I mean, there's a reason five Georgia guys went in the first round last year. Like, it's just a factory of talent. And how were talent. they, though? 